so in the long annals of uh, products for women, among such notable <laughs> entrants as um, Bix pens for women, which were very different from pens for men, to be more lady friendly by being pink, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and lady razors, uh, actually. So there. So lady razors are okay in that the lady handles are better, but you can totally use the man blades, which cost less with them. So that's what I do. Yeah. Like usually you can find the lady, the man version of the lady razor and they use the same connector because capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or you can just not shave your legs because who cares? Why do women have to shave their legs anyway? We don't. Screw you, patriarchy. I wear a lot of pants, so I kind (laughs) of... Actually, I don't. I don't wear pants anymore. I work at home, so I wear leggings, but... uh... Same idea. It's a good thing we didn't record yesterday because uh, we might have felt a little stupid um, in the aftermath of what we're about to talk about, uh, learning that it was possibly fake news or maybe just some PR damage control. So there's a story that came out that said uh, Pepsi, Frito-Lay, KFC, Taco Bell, Captain Crunch will be... (laughs) (laughs) um, introducing a new variety to their Doritos branding, quote, targeted at women. Right. Um, And the uh, discrepancy in whether this was a real thing or not comes from the fact that um, it originated from a podcast interview from someone at the company um, and not like an actual statement. So the company's denying it now. Um, Mm. But so much good discussion came out of it that we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Apparently, these these chips for women were less crunchy because we all know that women cannot be perceived to be eating. And they didn't uh, have the powdery stuff, which is like the good part of Doritos. So I don't know. That is the flavor part. Like they're just tortilla (laughs) chips without that. Yeah. And while there actually used to be plain Doritos, my husband insists, um, and they were awesome. That's not a thing anymore. No, that's definitely not true. (laughs) I will deny that. I think they didn't used to call them nacho. Like, I think this is like an original flavor turned into something else. But I don't think there was ever plain Doritos. I I don't know. Maybe it was like a California thing and it was only like a test for a little while. But he's, I'm pretty sure that he reported that when he was a kid, he liked the plain Doritos. Um, And as somebody who I'll cop to having basically... (laughs) sucked the delicious powder off of the chips and then eaten them. Um, at that point, they were plain, and they were still pretty good. Uh, although I probably... Plain and saliva-y. Well, yes, so they were less crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's okay because I knew why they were less crunchy, and it was because of the inside of my mouth, so that was fine. Um, but, like, it's... <sighs> It's just another women smiling at salad stock art, you know, like, in fact, I bet you can find women looking guiltily at chocolate just as easily. Well, almost as easily. It's this whole thing where we are supposed to just worry about how we're perceived principally by men and it sucks and it's stupid. And I like Doritos 
I don't, I totally lick my fingers too. Yeah. You um, have to. What are you going to do? Wipe them on your pants? <laughs> no, that's precious flavor dust. <laughs> that would be a right? waste. <laughs> it would. And you'd have weird orange stripes on your pants, which would also kind of suck. Yeah. So uh, here is the problematic quote from the, uh, the podcast itself. Um, Although women would love to crunch chips loudly, lick their fingers and pour crumbs, pour crumbs from the bag into their mouths afterwards, they prefer not to do this in public. I do all of those things and I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty sure that behavior has not stopped me from dating anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and why should it? I mean, it's not like, you know, picking your nose and eating it. It's eating burritos, <laughs> which are for eating. Yes, it is putting food stuff into your mouth where it belongs. Well, debatably food stuff, but intended for edible stuff. They started as corn. The, uh, well, so does everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Including... Um, so one of the things that this reminded us of, of course, was the extraordinarily crunchy uh, sun chips bags from like 10 years ago. <laughs> I think it was 2010, so not quite 10 years ago, but like a really long time yeah. ago. Um, and there are some really, there are still some good videos of people like just like holding, like touching the bag and it making the worst noise ever. Those bags were also made of corn. And their point was to be biodegradable. But you got to wonder, like, is it? are you actually doing something better by making the bags out of corn rather than just making them out of oil directly? I don't know. Not plastic is better than plastic. Plast but plastic like... is like the, the worst possible thing you make them out of. Um, mm. Ideally, they would just be made out of foil inside and out without plastic on the outside. Because at least a metal is not destructive to the environment. It's just part of it. Right, or bonded to some paper. Paper right, farming yeah. is pretty much carbon neutral. Cause well, it, well, other than the transportation of paper across whatever, but and bleaching it isn't. Oh yeah, that's true. They do bleach. Well, okay, so unbleached. <laughs> I mean, if you want paper, paper, the color of pine, then you know it's fine. But... Yeah, that's fine. It's a freaking wrapper. Right. It can be pine colored. <laughs> there, we've solved. Um, Sun chips problem. I assume it would be a lot more expensive, even than the corn bags that Americans rejected for being too <laughs> noisy. Yeah. They actually introduced them in Canada with a cute uh, marketing campaign where they were like offering free earplugs or something like that. Um, so I'm actually unclear on whether Canada just kept the noisy bags or whether they got the ones um, that Pepsi eventually replaced them with in the United States, which were still allegedly fully biodegradable, but less loud. <laughs> <laughs> the things we care about in this country. Um, yeah. Uh, fast food matters. Yeah. Well, and, you know, women are allowed to be seen eating it. That's fine. Yeah. So the bigger thing is, you know, as you uh, started the show with, is just, you know, even like even though this didn't happen, it just brings up all the memories of <laughs> all the the gendered bullshit out of there, um, which is apparently sometimes sold at a uh, seven percent tax. Yeah, there's um, like women's deodorant and men's deodorant is yeah. like the same thing with different smells, and I doubt that the smells cost any different. Right. Because it's all chemicals from a lab. Right. It's not like it's not like there are actual like lavender farms or whatever involved in the 
you know, it's not organic. Um, I'll, I mean, you can buy organic deodorant. I don't know if I've seen gendered organic deodorant, but I don't. I just swipe aluminum on my underarms because yep. I don't want to. <laughs> I, you know, if I, I don't think I'll get cancer or Alzheimer's from my deodorant. Maybe from something else. <laughs> I'm down to die of something someday, and in the meanwhile, I might as well not have stinky pits. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I come from a family of profuse sweaters, so, yeah, that. Now you all know that about me. But um, <laughs> when, uh, when, when we're talking about things for women, um, one of the things that people don't like to talk about is our pads and tampons except for that douchebag who stole <laughs> right <laughs> who stole the pads and called he, them tampons right because he doesn't know um <laughs> and it's so i it's pretty egregious that when you go to a public bathroom there's everything a man needs and half of what a woman might need supplied for free most women will at some point in their lives require tampons or pads because of the whole periods thing which is totally normal and well i mean i think it's icky because it's like messy and i don't like blood and gore and stuff but it's not like shameful it's just like kind of a normal thing but it's something that you have to deal with and it's pretty i don't know it's pretty screwed up that like pooping is considered (laughs) something that we need to accommodate because (laughs) men do it. Right. But having a period is not something that automatically needs to be accommodated by public facilities. I I don't understand (laughs) why that is. I mean, not all women menstruate. Okay. A lot do. Right. And, you know, bathrooms either have no tampons or pads (laughs) supplied or usually they're in a vending machine. Right, for profit. So you can pay a dollar for like the worst tampon ever. Is it really a dollar? I thought they were just like um, a quarter. I don't know. I mean, it depends. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I mean, would you stoop to that, or would you like run um, to a, uh, you know? Uh... I mean, I would try to ask other women first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I've supplied. So we, in my family, we used to call them supplies because, of course, there's this whole stigma around it. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> to to other women who needed them. Um, and I've seen there's this group of um, women in tech who are mostly women in games. And a couple of them always post whenever one of the big conferences is coming up. And if you, you know, if you need anything, come see me and they'll like post a picture of the, the assortment of menstrual supplies they're carrying. And I think that's kind of cool, but it would be better still if the public facilities that were hosting these women were actually providing for their needs. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, you know, in an emergency situation where you need it, I mean, it doesn't need to be of the highest quality. It just needs to be there and, you know, like not expired. Yeah. Wadding up paper towels, by the way, does not work. Wadded up toilet paper, even worse. Yeah, th- these are those are meant for wiping, not absorption. <laughs> yeah, like this is a problem that has happened to me like in high school um, when things were more unpredictable and mm. just the whole paper towel solution is no solution at all. It was real. And I don't know, I guess maybe I could have probably gone to the nurse's office or something, but I'm not sure that they would have been able to accommodate me. And also I was, you know, very socialized to think of it as something shameful and deeply uh. embarrassing, <laughs> even though it was something like 
almost every other woman on campus was going to encounter frequently. <laughs> every 28 days or so, for example. Thereabouts. Yeah. Um, so uh, on the 28 days and uh, stigmatized front of it, um, and I guess this will be the tampon episode, but that's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> another thing is that, so if you are particularly irregular and you are not in a red state, one of the ways you can deal with this is by going on birth control. Hmm. And for some social reasons, you know, like a 14-year-old who has um, ridiculously heavy flow that is between every 14 to 40 days um, will just not be granted that luxury because, oh, birth control, you're a slut and we're slut shooting <laughs> this 14-year-old. Yeah. There, I mean, I know people who would get, like, anemia and stuff because they just had, like, horrible periods and birth control, like, fixed that right up. It yeah. was, like, one little pill daily and it was no biggie. Yeah, and the infertility of, of it all is, you know, incidental. Right, that's true. It can actually cause infertility if you have, like, fibroids or whatever. Um, you can kind of stave off problems by remaining on birth control and only removing yourself from birth control when you're actually looking to give birth. Fancy that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but of course, we can't just like have that be available because Lord knows. It's like, I mean, so I get a flu shot every year. That doesn't mean I go around licking people who have the flu because <laughs> I feel like I'm protected. That's just... It just doesn't happen. Like, I, so the argument that, well, if girls, it's, it's, and this, I, this was actually the argument against the HPV vaccine, which I also got because I was like right at the tippy top of the age range where you still could. Um, I guess the argument being that you, by the time you hit 26, you've been around the block too many times for it to matter. In point of fact, mm -hmm. I hadn't, but. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Even so, once I got that vaccine, I didn't go around like exposing my genitals to a bunch of randos because I thought, oh, I can do this now with no risk. It's, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So, you know, all of these are topics that um, were never covered in, you know, even my public school blue state sexual education. Um, like... Men or boys learned about women's bodies once, which is, you know, that one day and I get I think it was sixth grade where, you know, they just separate the uh, the uh, genders and they just both yeah. watch the same video separately. And that is like the first and last time <laughs> that on school property I learned about menstruation. It's kind of weird that they separate the boys and the girls like I I don't, I always assumed that they were giving us different, like, material. I didn't know that it was the same stupid video. Um, but that's really dumb, because this is like, we're slightly more than half the planet. Y'all should know about our issues, so that it's, like, less, like, gross and weird and alien, you know? Yeah. Which, you know, so, um, <laughs> as a, uh man who is not part of the problem i have you know purchased <laughs> supplies for you know women in general in my life you know not just 
you know, the emergency situation of a significant other. Just like, oh, this is on the list. I could pick it up, you know, and that that's another thing where like. So over Thanksgiving, I was subjected to one of the awful Adam Sandler movies. Oh, no. Which is all of them. I, I don't like any of them. Well, Punch Trunk Love is actually really good. But other than that. I, I like the one with Kevin James, I think. Although, looking back on it, that might have some problematic stuff in it compared to nowadays. Hmm. Um, but anyway, um, so there's this scene in one of them. I, it's not the football one or the other football one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he, he goes to uh, uh, buy, uh, you know, menstrual supplies. And it's, you know, like, it's like a gag that, you know, he's doing this for his daughter. And, you know, you know, granted, this was a 90s movie, but like, I'm sorry, like this, you know, shouldn't take 2000 years of, you know, human society to get to the point where like it isn't a gag for, oh, haha, the guys in a pharmacy having to figure out which pads to buy. Well, yeah, I mean, not really. And if you do have a question, we all have cell phones. I get that there are a bewildering variety of them, but. Like, just take a picture of the box or something on your phone oh, oh, before yeah. you go. Like, this isn't an insurmountable and horrifying problem that only women can possibly deal with. Right. And, you know, worst case scenario, there's always the option of throwing money at the problem and buying more than one thing. <laughs> like, does anyone right. ever, you know, consider that? If you don't know which, uh, I don't, they don't call them strength like a pill, but <laughs> if you don't know which strength to buy, just get them all, get a variety. <laughs> it's fine and it's funny like they're they're like t on the one hand there's um was it when they were trying to equip sally i think it must have been sally ride for her trip into space they were like so do you think you need like a hundred tampons for some ridiculous like not very long period of time it's like <laughs> probably not and then uh, on the other hand <laughs> Like, they could have just asked one of their, surely they knew a woman somewhere on Earth that they could ask about this, but apparently not. And then on the other hand, there's um, apparently the Arizona prison system, which believes that 12 pads a month is a perfectly sufficient allotment for all women. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was, um, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but I saw this on Twitter. Um, a woman introduced a bill to fund unlimited pads and tampons for women in the prison system because it's horrible not to they were and they're providing like really substandard pads too like um apparently they're kind of expensive uh if you have to buy more than your 12 pad allotment which is i mm. mean depending on where you are in your life and your hormonal business like that can be way not sufficient um but somebody uh was quoted talking about the pads that they supply um, the normal sanitary napkin has a plastic layer on the bottom of it. This is more like two mesh pieces with cotton in between and two adhesive strips. So there's nothing keeping it from going all the way through. And I'm like deeply horrified by that. What does that even do? Uh, slows down <laughs> the, hor <laughs> the horrific staining of your clothing. That really doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah. You would need a tampon in addition to that. Right. <sighs> and even then, like, Panty liners 
also have a lining on the bottom because otherwise it just it'll just wick it through and <laughs> apparently women were punished if they stained their prison uniforms as if they could help that i mean come on yeah. so yeah uh the bill uh narrowly passed five to four all men voting on it at least it passed so there's that, but some of the men expressed dismay at having to listen to all this talk about icky women stuff. Because <laughs> they're a bunch of babies. Pretty much, apparently. yeah. It's going to take generations to get this shit right. And I don't know if schools have gotten any better in, you know, the 20 or so years since I've I been mean, there. I mean, my money's on no. yeah. It's probably gotten worse in some places. Well, absolutely. We know it has. Right. That's true. Yeah. Like, even, like, I remember, like, uh, the condom demonstration. Um, I didn't receive that, like, in person, like, not part of a video until senior year. And You need it before that, usually. Well, yeah. Uh, Let's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, yeah. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> The uh, the presenter of it was actually uh, someone's mom who worked in healthcare, like had to volunteer to do this. Otherwise, it wouldn't even like happen. Wow, I saw something. I think I must have seen it on Twitter. But some teacher, I think it was it must have been a teacher, um, was forbidden from doing a condom demo. So he rolled up a sock and like carefully demonstrated how to put a sock on. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you pinch the air out of the toe, and then you roll it up. <laughs> and that's, like, that's really clever, because that's a really important thing to know. And it's completely outrageous that anyone would ever be forbidden from teaching that to to children, like, to even to high school kids. Right. Like, they're, these are people who, for the most part, are very eager to use their genitals. The least you could do is teach them how to go about it safely. Right. And similar to the uh, tampon thing where it's just like, you know, oh, and tampons are the, quote, solution to a uh, period. It's just like, oh, and condoms are the solution to safe, safe sex. And then, you know, uh, you know, 14 through 17-year-old uh me walks into the pharmacy and sees, you know, the array of selections. And it's the same, you know, choice paralysis because, you know, nothing has been gone over. <laughs> that shameful, euphemistic family planning section of the pharmacy. <laughs> right. It is kind of funny how it yeah. tends to all be together. It's like tampons, condoms, and diapers. <laughs> It's and it's and it and it's kind of funny, except that's sort of like the women's problems aisle for right. things that shouldn't be like solely women's problems. Right. And I'm trying to uh in uh in one of my regular pharmacies, it's actually mixed between like the makeup and like the hair stuff aisle. Oh man. <laughs> it's pretty God, it's so annoying how there's this assumption that male is the default and that there are right. all of these problems that are women problems that need these products to solve problems like our hair isn't <laughs> shiny enough and we bleed monthly or thereabouts. It's just it's just all horrible. And, you know, 
we, we have to really thank, you know, that Pepsi spokesperson for bringing this up <laughs> indirectly. <Yeah. laughs> this whole uh, crunchy chips thing really went in an <laughs> unexpected yes. direction for all of you listeners, I'm sure. Yeah. Do you remember 3D Doritos? That totally happened. Vaguely, yeah. I don't think I ever had them. Yeah. They were mostly round and not like trapezoidal or anything. Yeah. Or tetrahedral, I guess, would make sense. Kind of the shape that things want to be when you puff them. Yeah. But whatever. You know, like that's why it was believable because uh, Doritos, Frito-Lay, PepsiCo has you know, done crazy shit that only lasted for a couple of months, you know, so yeah. many times before. Totally. So, <sighs> total. I mean, no, I, this did not strike me as even marginally implausible. Right. I did not think it was fake news at all. 